All right. Some of the uh, crazy things that we witnessed and without a doubt are factually happening, not conspiracy theory or anything like that. But um, I've witnessed it, seeing it. People's phones getting scrambled while you're there. So it'll show uh, a virus has been injected or something into your phone. You can't make incoming outgoing calls. What does that mean? Is That's why live feeds weren't going in and out. Whoa. So that's why you can't even send out what was happening there at the time. Um, there's mercenaries that are literally hired like privacy, almost like Blackwater. So this, I don't know if it's conspiracy theory or not. Somebody said they confirmed it as an actual Blackwater employee or um, a low But when I, when we were doing one of the interviews with uh, actually the son of Dave Archambault, who's, who's a tribal leader at um, of the tribal council of Standing Rock, while we're on the river, while we're talking with the family, right? Literally down, down the river in a canoe. I have the picture I'll show you, dude. Down the canoe, two mercenaries like trying to creep just looking at us down down i mean it's it's funny and we're just looking at we're just waving like what the freak is this and so i'm thinking like there's this people like part of the camp or something and the the um the people with her like she's like uh i think her name's sophia she's like i'm from here i I know everybody up and down this river that ain't no we know like we that's dapple they're up and down here all the time dapple security dapple mercenaries that they hire people on sniper rifles people literally on sniper rifles uh no exaggeration on on high hilltops people we have to use uh drones left and right that they're shooting down confiscating illegally uh so it's it's a confiscation of of you know journalism of what's happening uh so you you don't get the full picture basically so first hand experience is the best <laughs> Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the Mad Mamluks. I'm Mahi and I'm here with my co-hosts, Sim and Mort. It's been a minute since we've been talking to y'all, but we've had a roundtable discussion lined up. And joining us today is one of our uh, listeners and also a good friend of mine, a guy I go way back to from my days at Ohio State. Some of y'all might know him on social media as Yusuf the Natty. So Yusuf was in town. Uh, for an Almagrub Institute class and decided to drop by. I invited him a couple months ago because of some of the uh, work he's been doing. He, he's a dentist by profession, but he was out in uh, Standing Rock, that North Dakota pipeline situation, and you know, he's always someone on the scene. So, Yusuf, first of all, Jazakallah uh, Khair for coming through. Uh, appreciate it. Well, yeah, assalamualaikum. Yeah, you know, you leave in tomorrow. So, uh, what's the story? Like, let's talk about it. We're going to talk about a couple things, but, you know, this pipeline was a big issue in the fall, right? And... I guess the president, President Obama, had signed it where there was an the issue was it was kind of went away, but it kind of came. It's kind of come back and it's relevant. So brief our listeners real quick about what this pipeline's about, uh, the issues regarding it, and maybe why Muslims should be concerned and why you, you know, actually went out of your way to get out to uh, get out there and you know and stand with the uh, reservation. Um, well, this thing actually started. I mean, you might think it started, you know, recently because it's what's in the media, but this actually started probably back in April, March or April, uh, 2016, when basically people find out what was happening about the pipeline. Pipeline is basically running north of the Standing Rock Reservation, and the natives there basically people what was happening. Um, didn't want the pipe running through their water, through their land, you know, respected by the uh, Fort Laramie Treaty. Uh, it's basically treaty land according to paperwork you know that's the that's the litigation that they're going for but on the other end it's basically army corps corps uh engineers land which the that's where they're giving the permits so that's why they have to ask the federal government and also, also private land depending on who you ask right 
So, I mean, obviously our side is it's native land. The other side is private land plus plus federal land. Uh, but like I said, it started around April, March. That's when the you know, youth uh, did a run to gain awareness of it. It's basically started by youth, women, and elderly. That's the crazy part. So um, you can read online about it a lot. You can go to, uh, I think they had a litigation website, actually. So it shows you the timeline of events and how it started and actually what they're suing for, what the counter, what the other side is counter-suing for, etc. cetera. Uh, but what made me really just go out there is this uh, <laughs> random current events. So I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm just a normal dude off the street. I'm, I'm not like, you know, crazy activist or you nothing like that. You're not a social like justice warrior? I mean... I doubt it, man. <laughs> no, I mean, I it's, like it's a term these days, right? People yeah. walk out there and just jump for anything, right? So I'm just trying to see if you go out to just, are you normally at protest or you just happen to be I used to, That's the thing. I used to be when I was an undergrad, like randomly here and there. But since then, nah, the first thing I probably went to was actually standing rock in like 15 years, maybe. Okay. Like straight up. So I'm always down, you know, just like your average person, like you might be down for the cause or you might not be, but you're always down for the cause, but you're really not doing much. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You know, be behind the keyboard telling people, spreading stuff on as awareness, you know, your coworkers or whatever and whatnot. But uh, what happened was there's a sister in Cincinnati. So she's like, there's Windsor always a sister. Times a million. There's like, always a sister behind the cause. <laughs> no, but for real, man, just, mashallah, this sister's legit. Her name is uh, I basically got hip to it through her. So, I mean, I knew about standing around from, from online and what was happening. I never in my life met a native person, just like probably majority of people who was nowhere near a reservation right in america right so i don't know if y'all ever not but um i don't know nothing about no native rights no like you know native solidarity like nothing what's going on would just be sets what we read in the history books right yeah i thought andrew jackson killed them all off i thought they were gone right. yeah. Them. <laughs> yeah yeah so, no, I'm, just, no i'm kidding you know that's that's the thing so like but like really you know like you you, know, you ever meet a white dude to be like yeah i'm like one 11th native right Right, yeah, you know what yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what you mean. No, but that's the funny part, though, because you'll find a lot of people who claim they're native stuff, but they're really not native. They just say it just to fit in, you know, like, oh, I'm native, you know. But there's people who are legitimately like native today, like they live yeah. on reservation land, like they've been continuing this on for generations, right? You know, they're just not like in parts of like you know, like, and a lot of times people know some of the original tribe, like Iroquois and all these people, right? They know mm-hmm. them, but there's other tribes that are still around there, you yeah. know, and that's what's crazy. Because when I went to um, New Mexico. Right, there are a lot of them over there, and like I actually met one of the chiefs over there because we did a project a long time ago, a solar project, and I got to know some of these people. You know, like they're actually they've been around carrying this like this this tradition on for generations, mm-hmm. and so it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. So the sister basically, uh, she already went out there. She's been out there, right? And I seen pictures on Facebook, so I'm like, "Damn, you actually went out there? Like, what's up? What's up with this?" So then, um, obviously, she's from Cincinnati. She's like down with the cause, like mo- most uh, justice, social justice causes. So. I just asked her, like, what was what you doing? And she had, the funny thing is, she had a picture next to Jill Stein, too, in, in one of the pictures. I'm like, what is happening? In this? Like, what's going on over here? You know what I mean? And so uh, I just asked her, like, what was, and she told me, she's like, yeah, we're going. And at that time, I think she had already come back, or I'm not really sure what was going on. But I just I just shot her, like, hey, let me know next time y'all going up. And so she did. She's like, hey, we <laughs> we going up. And I'm like, all right, bet. And it was just a, a random thing. Like, it's just so like, you guys drove bet. out there? Yeah. Yeah, we drove out there and, um, Man, twenty four hour straight up car ride, twenty four hour like literally, wow, all the way up. Um, we didn't sleep or nothing, just stay nowhere, just just ran all the way through. And so, we went up there, and then basically, you know, everybody has their different agendas of what they're trying to do. But uh, majority, obviously, ninety nine percent is a 
it's basically native solidarity, you know? Right. So so I've been kind of looking into the issue. And mm-hmm. so what I see is there's a couple things going on here. You have a, a, a obviously there's native people that are worried about their land and their traditional burying grounds and things like that. But then you have another group of people that are worried about clean water. And then mm-hmm. you have another group of people that are worried about like getting off of getting on the clean energy. Mm-hmm. And so all of them kind of together are are kind of bonding together to fight this pipeline coming through. Exactly, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. But now on the counter perspective, though, from what I've been reading is I heard that they originally came to the natives and said, hey, look, we're going to give you some money mm-hmm. uh, if we can come through your land and bring this pipe in because they already have some existing pipes already running through. Mm-hmm. So they said, we're going to give you some money. And so what they're claiming is, now I, this is allegedly, I don't mm-hmm. know what the truth is, mm-hmm. but the natives apparently refused that amount of money and they wanted more money. So they mm-hmm. said, okay, we're going to bypass that and go around mm-hmm. and then come back in. Mm-hmm. And so this is what they're saying. They're saying, well, right. then once we decided to bypass them and go around through what they call government land, mm-hmm. um, and that's when the protests started coming about. Mm-hmm. And they started bringing the attack dogs <clears throat> and all this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. what did you see when you went out there? Like, how, how true is, is what so, they're saying? everything you just said is basically bullcrap. Let me go step by one by one. So like I said, when I went there, so alhamdulillah, like when I went there, I had the best experience just just from like I like to say I'm like a street anthropologist. I, I love like learning about people's cultures or like where they're from, what they're doing. So when we went up there, I went with, with another brother named Savine. So he was a, a journalist or uh, studying journalism at Xavier. So he actually put a paper out um, for the news for his newspaper. But anyways, we basically did mass interviews and stuff. So we actually met with I met with like Jr. American Horse. He's like the elder. He was the first person reportedly one of the he's he's saying he's the, one of the first people that was at there when meaning like at the camp he started the camp with nine people and it grew to at one point ten thousand. you know what i'm saying so it was basically first notice so the stuff that you're saying right now what the reality was is that it was supposed to go through bismarck which is one hour north of there okay majority white area basically they didn't want it around their area they voted it out Okay. So what they did, even if you look at the map, where it was, and that's that's like you can't you can't. Just, it goes you know, more can, up and then back down. The original one. The, original, the original, original one was supposed to go through. Like I said, Bismarck. Yeah. What they did was they just went right like north right of down. the reservation, like right there. Meaning like we can't go through the reservation. Let me just go right here. You feel me? So it's basically somebody in your backyard putting a hu- humongous. So their American concern is what though? That if that pipe leaks. That it's going to contaminate their native land. Is that the main concern, or, I would is, say there, just, or, or is there actual like barrier grounds? Because I know it's outside of right. their land, but I, I know so this is also. It. So this is issue. So for the yeah. Fort Laramie Treaty, I think, is eighteen sixty-eight, right? All that land is Lakota land. So so Lakota, so Lakota is like that's where the name comes from. Dakota, Lakota, Nakota. That's where the Dakota, the actual Sounds name. Like that a mafia, bro. That like land is there. They're the they're the largest yeah. tribe actually in America. Okay. <laughs> okay. And it spans even to Canada. Okay. I mean, traditionally, right? Right. Obviously, before all this crap happened, people push them into reservations and whatnot. Right. So, all that land that you're talking about, just think about what you're saying. So, all that stuff there, all those sacred sites that's sacred to them is technically not on reservation land, right? But then, what? why is that sacred sites there? You see what I'm saying? So, if I'm from Ohio. Let me give you an example. I'm from Ohio, right? <clears throat> I don't know if you remember my name. You learn about uh, mounds. Burial mounds? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Like, I slept through most of that. But yeah, yeah. Here too? Yeah. So I was actually listening randomly on an NPR episode. Just randomly, it came on. It was, they were talking about burial mounds in Ohio. Yeah. Nobody knows uh, where that came from, or technically where it came from, who did it, or anything like that, right? I mean, from what I understand, from what I heard. The interesting thing, when you think about it, it's like, okay, so where are the people at? Right? So, I mean, this is literally a genocide of 
Native Americans, right? I mean, they still, for sure, it still exists and it's still popular. So it's actually offensive to say, oh, I don't know you exist, you know? Take right. a cultural competency. No, no offense to what you're saying, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's always I'm offensive. Just saying, I'm just saying, it's like, it's, it's, yeah. it's offensive to them because they're like, hey, we've been here. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've so, been so here. Let me we can, so the us. argument that even though that's outside of Native territory, that's still uh-huh. considered it's their land. It's, it's, so, how, where did that come from, right? So let me, let me put it like this. So for real, what happened was, what sparked it off from my understanding. So besides April, people still up there calling all the natives like hey show up hey they, they coming through our land they're trying to take our stuff native sovereignty you know solidarity so people started coming through what happened was uh, a little bit north of the camp the main camp that we're at right now uh a little bit north of that <clears throat> basically they had i guess we would call it like a sacred graveyard okay so part of the rules is right for dakota you can't just run through a historical site right because it's federally protected and why not you have all these laws and rules so they basically found out that that's a gravesite because the natives are like, hey, you coming through our stuff. Like our stuff is right here. You feel me? So when that happened, they went miles south from where they were drilling. Miles, miles south, right? Demolished the graveyard. So almost like I was trying to relate to the sound. So like say it's like right? Like somebody just demolished that whole thing. Like, oh, we just bulldozing it real quick and then dipped back out. And be like, oh, it didn't exist. You feel me? So that's what's happening. So that's what really sparked that day when that happened. I think that was in uh, August or so, uh, or in the fall sometime. That basically, when that started happening, that's when it sparked. Pe- people started coming out, and that's when the dogs came out. The mercenaries, you know, what I mean, I'm so, so but is, is that land though? Is that what the Marine Corps considers their property, the private land? That's pri- that- that's private land. From my understanding, that that is it's sacred land to them. Let me give an example. So when you go there, for example, it's literally like the Haram. Like you can't, you can't. For example, you can't take pictures. Like you can't take pictures of of that area because it's offensive to them, uh, in their in their culture and religion. So, uh, but yeah, if you're talking about it's that's outside the re- point blank, it's outside of reservation land. Okay? And this reservation land was land that was just given. I mean, what they tried to. I mean, it wasn't negotiated by them. It was just given to them by the. Well, US that's government. what I'm saying. Like, so yeah. the the, tre- the treaty extends all the way to freaking like super north, hundreds of miles north. You feel me? So. What you're talking about is so like it's outside the reservation. You, you, what we're, what, they what we're talking about is that's what I'm saying. When you're talking about the opposite end, the opposite end is talking about well, it's not on their land. See, see, so it, what they, what they complain about. You feel me? But like I'm saying, if it's right there in your backyard, first of all, number number two is they taking your stuff. So the same thing, Israel Palestine issue is there's no difference right now with this. That's really the issue. It's the same thing, and which is reason why they they actually tore down an Israeli flag that was up there. Because they recognize the solidarity between it. You know what I mean? Yeah. A, a Muslim just woke up now in this episode. Uh, <laughs> the Muslim just woke yeah, up. They were like, not, not, not the Muslims. They were, they were like, oh, man, what do we care? <laughs> I, 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 no, no. Uh, but, but he brings up uh, a good point because a few years ago, I would be thinking, you know what? There's a lot of other issues in the Muslim world. Why is this guy worrying about Native American people's issues? So, well, so go ahead. So this is the thing. So, like, I mean, I mean go up there. I mean, I'm, I'm down with, like, every cause. Like, I'm, I'm down with, I know... Some this bro culture alt right Muslim thing that's going on is not cool with me. So like this black Black Lives Matter, I'm I'm down with it. You feel me? Yeah. I'm down with a lot of stuff that I guess for some reason people aren't down with. It, you know what I mean? I'm not talking about like those specific issues that are contrary to Islam. I'm just talking about the general agenda, right? So same thing there. Um, when we go up there, I mean, Alhamdulillah, like it was the best experience. Of, it's like a life changing experience almost. Okay, so when you go up there, the solidarity that you have. From every people in the world. I'm talking about native, not even native, like besides native. Let me, let me back it up. First of all, we don't know native, like we're saying we, right? They know each other, you know what I'm saying? So be, this this place that we're living in, 
is is technically originally their land, right? So when we go to their reservation, or like when I did, <laughs> and I went when I stayed at technically the freaking federal land, whatever, which is their land, right? Originally, when I'm staying in their land, it's it's really them. It's their stuff. They're not a foreigner, but we're looking at them like they're a foreigner. They're just this random brown people just sitting over in that corner. You know what I'm saying? So they have their own cultures, their own religion, their own ways of doing things. Uh, everything is prayerful, peaceful. That was like the the main motto that were that was uh, basically predominant in the in that area. Yeah, because I heard that that ground. That burial ground is like mm-hmm. supposedly some sacred warrior burial ground where they do actually they have some kind of like rituals they do like when they go and they where they invoke prayers or something like that the elders go there and do mm-hmm. that yeah and I so, mean when I, when I was there that that uh, maybe two days before I left they actually had a prayer service when I was up there so we almost rode up there but uh, oh, so I, so yeah. are these natives I mean so this is bigger than just the pipeline coming through right it, this this is what I'm saying this this event let me put it like this this event is historic in. Native history and technically American history, right? This this is the only time since I think they said 200, 300 years where where this many natives from different tribes. So when you we think of natives like they're all natives, they're all natives, they're all the same, right? You got to think about different countries. So it's just like Sri Lanka, India, Pakistan. It's almost like grouping everybody together. Where it's like, nah, we, we're technically different, but we're coming together for this. You feel me? So I'm talking about <laughs> from every corner of the earth, natives. Maori people from New Zealand doing the haka, you know what I'm saying? People from freaking South America, dude. I have it on my phone. I'll show you the videos later. That's but Mashika, they, they call Mashika, Mashika, the natives of Mexico, right? Not Mex- like a average Mexican. The natives of Mexico came from Mexico while I was there up there. You feel me? They don't speak no English. They just came up there in solidarity, living there. You know what I'm saying? In solidarity, people from all the reservations in America, from from Canada, First Nations to, to down here. Um, and I mean, from out looking it up, I mean, I'm not no historian, nothing like that. But uh, when I was listening to actually another uh, historian, he was basically saying, I think the last time that happened uh, was uh, a couple hundred years ago, when or two, maybe two hundred years ago, with a uh, you know the the name Pontiac, right? So Pontiac is kind of a legend. He's one of the famous chiefs or the elders that basically brought all the tribes together to fight. I think it was to fight the French at yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, so this is one of those things where it's it's completely historic that's and then that's just the native side if you're talking about the non-native side dude every f- corner of the earth is over there like i met this lady random german lady just barely speak no english just speaking german <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying asking for a ride home back to california i'm like shoot like i mean ireland every country was out there people are just down for the cause you know what i mean yeah yeah so i mean because i guess p- part of the thing is like Right now, are there existing pipelines that go through it? Because I know there's an existing pipeline that goes through yeah. that area. Right? I, I, from what I understand, the same thing. From what I understand, yeah, I think I think there is a pi- existing pipeline. So are, are they trying to get just... But, but there's, no, there's no oil pipeline, though. Is so what, what is that pipeline no. right now that's running through? I think it's just wa- water and probably electric and gas, I think. Okay, so it's yeah. not an oil pipeline. From what I understand, no. But the okay. proponents yeah. of the pipeline are saying that this will allow America to be energy independent. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, can you comment on that? Do you, is, there, is there any truth to that? It'll Say that again? That, that America can be energy independent. Independent, independent. From, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I, I mean, they're I, talking about eight hundred gallons of. of, of I, th- I think of, I just I just saw on the news. I think Ireland actually uh, divested in every single uh, uh, like coal 
you know, anything that's p- polluting, it's, right. just, it's just announced. They basically the first country that, or not the first, but um, well, Germany does that too. Germany has no more. Yeah, so yeah. I'm it's, yeah. it's not something that's like impossible. It, first, first, I all, mean, they, they, they want, there's this idea that you know we have to get off of Middle East oil and yeah, we 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 have to be able to drill in, in our own homeland yeah. and be. Um, no, but you know what the bigger argument is? The big argument is that look. We need to get oil from Canada into America, right? That's just because they are uh, we and and North Dakota as well. They found mm-hmm. a huge oil reserve, and the most efficient way to transport this oil is through pipelines. If you do mm-hmm. it over um, cargo over, pe- over trains, people's graves, hmm? over people's graves. That's that, the issue is yeah. really the oil, though. No, I, I get what you're saying, yeah. but I'm saying I'm, I'm taking the argument they're making. They're saying if we do it over trains and and, and big rig, this is a uh, number one a hazard, um, and that it's it's just going to cost way too much right. money, right? And so they're saying that right now these pipes that they're using are supposed to be like the best ever in technology. Like they're not going to leak. They're not mm-hmm. going to do anything. They're already existing pipes there. So we're yeah. just going to go through what's one more pipe. And now, don't get me wrong. I'm mm-hmm. not taking a side on this, right? right. right? But I'm saying is I'm also trying to understand where they're coming from. So let me put it like this. The counter to that. I mean, that's true. That's that's exactly what they're saying, right? That's, that's You can't deny that. That is what they're saying. The counter to that is you just have to look it up. Like literally look it up. See how many pipelines bursted from the same company. Either from Keystone or from the, any of the parent companies, they have a list like hundreds of leaks. Yeah. Not only that, during this time, which is amazing, like Subhanallah, it's like it was almost like a sign from all like while this stuff was happening, a pipeline busted in, in freaking hundred miles uh, away from from Standing Rock. Well, you know, right? one of the things they were saying was when these pipes leak, and I forget even bust. There's no way of telling when they leak. Because they're underground. The other yeah. recent one just they happened too. It was hundred. Yeah, they don't have a monitor for gallons, these pipes, yeah. so you can't tell if there's a small leak or how big the leak yeah. is. It's just when a disaster happens, you know, oh, there's a leak in the pipe. Oh yeah, yeah, right, I, I, yeah. I saw that movie just recently with Matt yeah. Damon. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. A great I saw movie. that. Yeah, that was yeah. solid. So like, so like I said, like when people go up there, I mean, my personal, I'm just saying my, per- I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying my personal thing was basically native solidarity because I felt like people, oh, they've already been raped. They're just raping them again. You feel me? So yeah. I didn't, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna get down with that. So. As far as energy independence, I'm not like super green or anything. Yeah, no, because <laughs> me, me personally, people, I'm not saying nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, yeah, me yeah. personally, I'm not. So, uh, are, you a, are, are you a vegan? No, just go ahead and admit yeah, it right I now. Vegetables, but well, I mean, Yusuf, I think your point, I think the point is really that I saw some documentary where the residents in like the Caucasian residents in that area were okay, like they were going to run it through their town or like no nah, don't run it through yeah. our town Bismarck, yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and they moved to right and to i think <laughs> i i think a lot of things like you, the, the america that we live in today we're so we're so narcissistic mm-hmm. right and individualistic right mm-hmm. that you don't really care as long as it's within your own self-interest and i, I think that that's a in i asked you about how does how do we as muslims approach this you right. know, we have to look at like there's a balance. Like, I'll I'll be very honest with you, mm-hmm. as someone who as an engineer in the steel industry, yeah, we make steel for pipe and tube companies. Mm-hmm. And with the recent downfall of the oil of the with the well, oil re- oil and gas recession and whatnot, <laughs> you know, we've had to shut down mills. Um, and you know, the lost money and, and my bonus checks get affected by it. Yeah, and. As much as, you know, there's been problems with the Trump administration when Rex Tillerson got appointed as Secretary of State, mm-hmm. even I was talking to some of like, my friends who hate Trump, they live in Houston, they work for like Chevron or mm-hmm. Schlumberger, and they're like excited too. It's like, man, we about to get paid. Mm-hmm. 
but like, but that's the initial reaction that pops up. You understand what I'm saying? Because we know that yeah. okay, these we're like Tillerson's gonna frack the hell out of our parking lot. Everything's gonna get fracked, and we're just gonna make a bunch of steel, right. pipe and tube, and the oil companies are and my so, buddies. So, but, but at wait, the end just, of the day, I mean, just, wait, just yeah. to comment on that real quick though. So mm-hmm. I did a little homework, a fact check on that, and they're claiming that there's supposed to be thousands of jobs, and it's gonna be a ten year project, and that they're gonna have it's gonna create all this great economy. And yeah, like claim twenty thousand jobs. That's what yeah, but that they claim did, is. They did research on this, and they came back with official numbers, and it didn't contest. They said it'll only have about a thousand jobs, like I think thirteen hundred people, and it'll the project will only last one year. And of those thirteen hundred people that'll be working, I think like thirty seven will remain full full time after it's done. Okay, yeah, about- but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about me as like I I, I my company makes steel for type and tube, right? So we're getting paid because we're, we're supplying the material, right? And yeah, it might but, be a short-term but, thing, but, like, that's how we think. Like, I, I think the natural reaction, like, as people of faith, we check that. Like, I still check that after. That's my initial reaction. What I'm getting at, that's my initial mm-hmm. reaction. Is what? That I, oh, I'm going to get paid. This is a good thing for me because mm-hmm. my bonus checks are going to get so better. That's what I'm saying. But, another way of looking at it is you have a moral and ethical obligation, right? right? And, to and have halal money. That now, your, right. Now, part right. of now, 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 but then I check myself because of the faith aspect mm-hmm. kicks in. I'm like, mm-hmm. wait. I, I can't just look at that from purely greed. So and I not, think most, money. <laughs> now most people, right, don't get that. They're not uh-huh. going to get there. They're like, they, the, or they justify. And, and I don't think that this is the fake religiosity we see in America today mm-hmm. where people talk about being pro-life, but like they ain't taking no refugees well, that's the thing. In, for example, it's, it's, right? It's about empathy, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's literally about empathy. That's what I'm saying. If Imagine you yourself. This is your people. A look could have placed you in any other situation. You could have been freaking Brother Bashir. I don't get, we didn't get to that point. The Muslims that I met that are native, by the way, that are out there. But um, you could have been Bashir in freaking Cheyenne River Sioux, Sioux Reservation. Then yeah. what? Is it the same way? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's empathy. Like, just because you didn't experience it doesn't... It, look at yeah. this Muslim band, right? That we're yeah. talking about right now. When I went to O'Hare, 90, maybe 99% that I'm seeing out there is now Muslim people out there. And they're, they're doing it for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or for us or whoever's immigrant. You know what I mean? Or who's uh, affected. But you know what, though? This kind of leads me to another discussion real quick. Sorry to just a bit. But we're talking about how... And we were talking about this earlier. There are some non-Muslim groups that maybe don't share our interest about everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they're coming out to support us. I mean, and I'm mm-hmm. talking about clearly against what we as Muslims believe. Yeah. But they're siding with us. Mm-hmm. Right. So how do we return the favor mm-hmm. while still maintaining what's you know uh, uh, without compromising? You just don't compromise. I mean, you, you can have your same value. I mean, what? what like, I, I don't have to. I don't have to like, agree I, with certain. Well, well, a certain I'll give you an example. We were talking about this earlier today. Okay, and. A lot of a lot of the first groups to come out and protest some of these things against Muslims oh, are gay geez. rights groups, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, and when they have like rallies supporting gay marriage, mm-hmm. you don't you find a lot of Muslim groups are very reluctant to go out and support gay marriage mm-hmm. because it's not really part of our religion. I mean, it's mm-hmm. against our doctrine. Mm-hmm. So, where do we rectify that? Do you see what I'm so saying? What I'm like, saying? I feel like it's a personal thing. If, if they if that person Muslim doesn't see it as. Um, you know, conducive to the religion, they're not gonna go. Is that? I mean, it hasn't been right. And, and, yeah, and, then, mean, and then the one, the ones that d- are looking at it, there's, there's always gonna be a different camp, right? But Muslim, right? But, but like, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. The, the other woo! one's like, the other one's like, stop for a lie, you know? Stop for a lie. Can we do this? And then the other one might be. No, like, I, mean, I see where you're coming yeah. from. Like, there's some people who are just going purely on solidarity. Yeah. And there's some people who are going right. based on principle. All right. Let me yeah. let me give you an example. If, if a church burned down or something, just like a mosque burned down, would you just be like, oh? 
that sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, that like sucks for you. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's the same thing with the neighbor. Maybe, maybe we might not have the same cultural practice, the same belief, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I just, that's just how I do it. It's like, well, if a know, church burned down, right? Yeah. You know, some dude might be like, man, you know, you. yeah, because, you know, they, they, that's where that's that shit shows that up. Sh- like, you did it. Mm-hmm. That shit can go for going down there. Mm-hmm. You know, they worship, they say God has a son, mm-hmm. you know, deserve you know what? No, I mean, I, I know. I, I know. Oh, how you gonna marry a Christian? How you gonna marry your wife? No, you know, but I, 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 I can't go to church, no, but I, I can marry you though. I know, no, but I know what he's saying though, because some people say, "Oh, this is like God's punishment on these Christians for you know for being idolaters." Yeah. You know, I mean, they'll say no, stuff I know, like I, that. No, I think what what in the context that Yusuf was talking about was if something unfortunate happened where there was uh, someone who was persecuting Christians and they burned down the church. Yeah, of absolutely. course, Muslims yeah, would, would be feel, it, with those the, that Christian community, and we would we would affiliate ourselves and we would show our support with them and that, that that does not that that support and affiliation does not necessarily mean that we also embrace look, Jesus look, as the son of God right, right before I left to uh, staying right right before I left into in tradition in their uh, Lakota culture they they'll do a lot of sage burning okay and basically bless I guess their practice bless you so I, I just personally I just wasn't okay with that meaning I don't care what they do to anybody else you know but for me personally I, I wasn't okay so I just told the brother like um, you know I'm okay. Maybe he, I'm okay. Would, maybe I'm he was doing okay. some rookie on you, man. Well, that's right. I just said I'm, I'm okay. I'm Why good. are you declining? <laughs> he went for, he went for a powwow. Bro. I mean, I told him not, not trying to be offensive. He was, he was speaking. Like, he asked me why. I'm just telling him, like, you know, in our religion, we have certain uh, religious practices that it's just written down. You don't do nothing besides that. Pretty much that's it. That's but see, goes, th- so. this is what I'm talking about. See, I, I think, and this is what, what I'm trying to get at right now. Mm-hmm. Muslims can have no problem with them joining um, in solidarity with other groups, mm-hmm. as long as we don't lose our principles, you know, our, our, yeah, I mean, our compromise. That, like, for you example, gotta, you gotta have a foundation or grounding, right? No matter what you do. I'm sorry, what was that? You gotta have a foundation and That's grounding. That's what I'm trying to say. No matter so, what as long do, as we don't can. compromise what we believe in, I, I think yeah. this is great. But I think sometimes we find some Muslims who blur that line just because they're trying to just. Maybe they're. They want to be accepted. They want to yeah. be accepted. I mean, I, I don't, they don't want to be. No, but I don't want to generalize. Maybe they're over emotional. Maybe they want to be accepted. No, maybe they're just I mean, honestly, charged. I feel you know? like it just comes out of now. Answer, answer, real stuff. It's either knowledge or practice. I mean, or both. So you can have. So I have a friend. We got a mutual friend, but that like might be super secular liberal. But at the end of the day, I mean, they're Muslim, Alhamdulillah, and everything. But you ask them, they got some real wack views, bro. Well, that's the like thing. They got <laughs> no, no, I'm saying if you if you ask anything, <laughs> anything religious, they they won't know a damn thing about it. So that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's really irrelevant. What we're saying is kind of like irrelevant. It's, it's like it's almost like if you're talking about Shaggy Ass or Bridges. <laughs> I don't I don't know doing something like that, and you're like, what the heck is going on here? Versus like some you know person just you know trying to do what's right in their heart. They have the right intention, but they might not have the knowledge and practice with it behind it. So I mean, I'm not sworn that. I mean, I, mean, I, feel, I, know, I, right? I feel like what you're saying is that a lot of us. Who may be like there's this whole term called woke, right? Muslim, mm-hmm. if you're gonna be Muslim and woke, you gotta be woke towards Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like my boy Dallas Wright from Iman, he posted yesterday. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, Muslim ban. Is there a Muslim ban at the masjid? Because the, mm-hmm. the state of the masjid, I, I go for any salah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I figured there's like What's a Muslim ban there. Oh man, you know what I mean? He's like Allah Mustan. He was straight up. I was like, bless because the the, the shiuk. Mm-hmm. I heard this from Dr. Shadi Al Masri or Sheikh Abdul Nasser. They're like, we got to get you know, in let us activism. Mm-hmm. We well, got to get that spiritual side. You, got, you, you that, that's an opportunity to ramp that up too. Because at the end of the day, we believe in barakah from Allah and support from Allah, mm-hmm. and we just don't rely on dunya we means. Right. There's not going to be no benefit if you don't have no spiritual side to it. Right. So okay. I think I mean, especially that you know. We're talking about. So, I, so I feel like. When we're joining like such movements, right? Like for example, like you were able to distinguish, like hey, I got this check right here when this when they wanted to do this ceremony. Like, I can't do that, mm-hmm. right? And I think mm-hmm. Muslims who are involved, they have to have a prerequisite where they're learning Dean, mm-hmm. and 
it's it's you can't make that mandatory on anybody, right? But, but I think Muslim community leaders can can do that. Like Sheikh Omar Suleiman is doing right now in Dallas. Mm-hmm. He's right now uh, at the airports, and um, you know, b- being uh, being there with your community and leading leading the charge, you can be uh, a shepherd. For your yeah, people, they'll follow right? you, right? Yeah. They see you as someone, yeah. as an imam doing something. They'll say, "Hey, look, we follow his footsteps." And and know? him being the leader, he can talk to whoever you talk to, the shaman or whoever mm-hmm. want to bless elder, you, yeah. but the elder, uh, he he can do that that mm-hmm. representation for you, and you can feel confident that Sheikh Omar or whoever mm-hmm. uh, would represent your b- best interests, so that there's no awkward moments mm-hmm. later on. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, Imam Zay was out there case, when I was there. He he yeah. came out. Well, I didn't know he's coming out, but Alhamdulillah, he came out like show Saturday, Imam Zay. Yeah. So, oh, actually, he's uh, part uh, native too. I don't know which part, yeah. but um. yeah. But I'm I'm just saying, like in this case, you know, mm-hmm. an imam or a leader who could have came out and said and talked to the to the leader mm-hmm. separately and said, "Hey, you know what? There might be certain practices that we don't take part in, but don't take it offensively. This is what it is." Well, so, so that's a beautiful thing when when you go there. Like I said, you <laughs> it's gonna be kind of funny, but when you, you have people from all kinds of people there with different kind of jazz. You might have a green, super green person up in there. You might have People like me, you might have uh, uh, people from Ferguson came out there, like from from the Ferguson riots. Um, people just all over the place. I, I heard there were, everywhere. Like, there were actually U.S. military veterans that no, were, so, I, I apologize to them. And, so like, this came that's out. a funny thing about this. This is a, so this is the other problem too. So when I was so the person I'm talking about, Jr. American, of course, he's a veteran. Terry Martinez, he's a veteran. These are elders that are there. Um, they're veterans from Vietnam. They had a veteran camp that are they're native veterans. Okay. But the funny thing is all this call happened. Even my right wing friend that I went to high school with, um, went to Iraq. His name Mahi? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) He ain't my friend. Nah, I'm playing. Nah, but, uh, he, interestingly, the pull of the, of, of veteran, like the cultural, you know, that's the guy you talk about this too. It's like, it's such a, like a glorified thing that he saw that. The, the native, the, sorry, the veteran thing, what you're talking about, spoke out. Basically, a white dude <laughs> came out, I think he was in the Navy. He came, out, he, down, he came down in solidarity. Yeah. For, yeah. First, he came out in solidarity. First, he, he was interviewed, I think, one of the uh, a unicorn ride or whatever it was. And um, he's basically saying, like, you know, he, he he came here to, he fought for America to protect the people. So he's here to protect the people. You see what I'm saying? Um, when that happened, he basically sent out the call. Everybody started coming through. They had a whole contingency of basically it was natives and non-native uh, uh, veterans that came up came up through. So what you were saying was basically same thing. They were they were apologizing. They were saying we're you know we're down for the cause. We, we're here with solidarity. We're here to help. What can we do? Because at that time when it was happening, I think it was in a little bit after October after I left, was that uh, they had blockaded one of the roads completely illegally. It's still like there's probably a lawsuit because you can't uh, block a road for access. Right. This is after. So the graveyard site that was demolished, they put a camp there. They demolished that. They threw out everybody out of that camp, tear gas and everything, all that stuff. Every almost every day that's happened. But, but yeah, they took everybody out of the camp. They blockaded the road. So you can't even physically go there no more because they're, you know, we, we're, we're not trying to have it. So when that happened, uh, and that sister was she was actually there this night that I'm talking about specifically. But. Uh, is this happening tonight where everybody sees it because everybody has their live feeds. Live feeds were getting shut down, uh, but they got it out eventually and it got popularized, right? Got popularized because one of the uh, water... Oh, by the way, I didn't tell you this. So we don't call them protesters, by the way. So we call them water protectors because when you, you got to change it. If you're talking about protesting, you're acting like this is not yours. I'm prote- For example, the Muslim band, like you don't own the airport. You don't own... You're not nothing, right? Water protector means this is my water. 
You feel me? This is running through my water. This is my land. So we call these people water protectors. So that's just a side point. So this water water protector, her arm blew. I don't know if you guys seen that. Her arm like literally blew yeah. up. You seen it? You can I see her brachial plexus like right here, like straight up. Was she amputated? I don't, I don't know. Oh, what were happened, they able to? Yeah, they man. Flew, they flew out, I think, to Minnesota on an emergency. But you're talking about militaries and the police. We, I brought freaking, um, we brought mailbox, we brought uh, earplugs because they're using LRAD machines. Uh, LRAD is like that sonic device that can basically burst your eardrum if you're close to it. It's a sonic device. I mean, this is insane stuff in America. That's yeah, like you know, rubber the, bullets the, and tear oh, yeah, gas rubber, and dogs. All day, yeah. And, rubber, yeah. Concussion grenades, like crazy stuff. They were like, her, oh, man, killing buffalo. By the way, you see no concussion? Like, if you get like three or more concussions in your life, that's like brain damage. I mean, ma- imagine this. It's, it's like when you look at the pictures, people actually say like, damn, what, what country is this in? We 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 passed through a freaking like South Africa, right? Like, 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 passed really, through a checkpoint. Really in, in America, we passed through a checkpoint, a National Guard checkpoint. You know what I'm saying? You feel like you're in freaking Palestine. You know what I'm saying? Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. That, uh, wh- what kind of weapons are these? Uh, um, you mentioned the concussion grenade. Yeah. Uh, these I, are all confirmed. Like the LRAS yeah. for sure is confirmed. Now they have a. a uh, it's just not- uh, notices uh, uh, a, missile, a missile launcher for drones. Like so they were shooting down drones, so you can't even get the media out. They're arresting the journalists, which is illegal. I knew a couple of journalists that already already arrested. Um, Jihan Hafiz is one of them, but uh, uh, Myron Dewey, he's like the famous, he's a native dude um, with digital smoke signals. I mean, all the time. You got <laughs> Who's the government official in charge? Like, this is under the Obama administration, right? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. No, nobody, it's not even under Trump. This is under Obama. Obama. Obama did it super late. Yeah, all this stuff was happening to Obama. Yeah. And then, uh, um, well, he, Obama was went down to Oklahoma, saw the pipelines, I mean, all the inventory, and kind of blessed it. And then the whole, I think, a, a movement started, and he kind of canceled the deal. He said, "No, no, no, let's put it on hold." And then Obama, and then, and then I think they were still trying to push it through. So, so what's happening right now is he, he revoked the permit. Basically, said, "No, you can't come through." Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're, they're now, saying that that was a half-hearted revo- revoking of the permit because he knew Trump would go ahead and. Uh, well, um, he, so this is the benefit. So he did he he revoked the permit, and then he also did you have to do an environment EIS environmental impact study. So legally, they have to do that first, which could hypothetically take at the time when we're listening when I was reading about it, uh, it could take months. To hypothetically years, but it probably be months or at least weeks, but for sure, like maybe months. Environmental impact study, meaning the community can, is basically voicing your concern. You're t- listening, actually listening to the community. How is it going to impact the environment if the leaks or anything like that? They have to take it into account. When Trump came in, he gave a memorandum. But interestingly, though, on the, this is on a hopeful note. So let me buy Everybody knew, like, nobody was stupid over there. Me, you know what I mean? Our, our, our people are still down there, like from Cincinnati. They st- they're still up there. They've been up there for like a couple months now. You know what I'm saying? Our contingency is still up there. So they're still holding it down. They they don't care who's there, who's not there. They're going to be there till the pipeline is physically not there. So when you talk to any native person that's out there or any person ally, you know, white, black, whatever the hell you are, they're down there for the cause. Like, Wait, wait, how, wait how does that happen? Uh, don't they have jobs? Um I mean, they, no, no, I'm asking genuinely. So, so out of sincerity, I'm asking. Right? I was literally reflecting on this the whole time I was there, and I, I, I for real, cry. I'm just, listen, there's actually so there's somebody I know that uh, was out there. He, I asked, we asked him. We said, we said, uh, how long you been here for? He says, I came here intentionally. So he's he's f- um, from a, from a tribe. In, in a different tribe, I, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to get him in trouble. <laughs> just, <laughs> no, just, wait, just call it the tribe called Quest. Yeah, he's from he's from a native tribe, and yeah. uh, he he says uh, we asked him how long you're gonna ha- have you been here for. He said I think he said uh, maybe three weeks, and uh, 
Oh no, he said he said I initially came here. That's what he said. I initially came here for about a week or two weeks. And we said, How long have you been here for? He's like, I've been here for like three months. And he said, I made a vow. I'm telling you, everything's a song. He's like, I made a vow that I'm not leaving here. This is for my people. So he left his family, his job, everything for this. So you know that you know that I had like your your children are a test for you, your wealth is a test for you. I don't care what you say. This controversy. This is this is their jihad right now. So this this is their. They left their families. They left their what? Everything. They dropped it at the drop of the dime to go for the cause. And that that's what affected me. Meaning, like, what are you doing? What am I doing? You know, that blows my mind. Just about making a vow because I mean, I make vows all the time about you know ketogenic diets and whatnot, but <laughs> they, they last like a week or two, you know, and then they break. And I'm not making light of it because, yeah. I mean, it's just a problem within us that we don't see anything. Yeah, you're right, we don't you're take right. anything seriously. You know, we, we're look, we, look at how we're chilling. We're yeah. a privileged society. When you live on over, we live, we live in yeah. freaking teepees over there. <laughs> like, literally, no exaggeration, right. straight up teepees, th- breaking wood, throwing it was wood cold in the fire. Too, right? Yeah, yeah, no, but... No, it, I almost but, died. I felt like I felt like I was so excited, but, like, I slept... It was negative, like, zero. It's still negative zero out there. It's no, negative, but to be honest, though, 60, when you say teepees, I mean, they also some of them choose to live that way too though right teepees and stuff I mean that's well that's the funny thing subhanAllah it's the best way all the tents blew away you can't live in the tent there oh you can't you can't so that's what I'm saying like all the subhanAllah is like it's amazing that these people have lasted this long and it's working like you know what I mean like I'm not saying they live in teepees in regular life but at this camp it because it's a temporary camp yeah right? I'm, I'm just wondering but, I, know, uh, I know there's reservation I don't know if they all no re- reservations are not teepees not like, unless it's like education culture or something they live in like normal houses okay well, but, I mean, uh, I've never been to one so I wouldn't no, no, know I'm, right? I'm not, yeah. Saying, yeah it's not yeah. offensive I'm just saying like yeah. um, that's always the yeah. thing too you, you you don't want to offend anyone by like like if I went over there and I said teepee I Possibly, <laughs> that could be possibly offensive, right? Like, that's like, hey, why, why, why do you, why do you well, think that's, well, that's, that's one of the, that's no, right. it's true because no, because no, I know what you're saying because you know if you think they want to be native and they want to be like cultural and like so you don't know do we offend them to say because uh, you know what it is here's the bottom line. People just don't. It was sad because people just don't know about these people that exist. Well, that's a, that's the problem with us in, as people, right? We we need to listen before we speak. So you don't just come in there just talking reckless, right? <laughs> you you got to learn. Like I mean, that's 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 what, that's what happens, man. People talk at their head, man. Their, their face get broken. Yeah. Like that's this is regular street stuff too. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. We, same thing over there. They had a culture and a religion that when. It's peaceful and prayerful. So when people acted reckless from from not from their people. Talking about like, oh yeah, we're gonna this is please, we're gonna do this, whatever. You're out of there. You're not in the camp. You're not no. you, you you can bounce out of you're not of us, you're not of our people, you're a guest in our land. This is how we do things. So you you're gonna you're gonna follow our rules over here. No drugs, no alcohol, all peace and prayer. Like yeah. the whole time you're there. Yeah, that that's awesome because you know what? The the there's uh the opposition will use a small segment of troublemakers. To completely discredit uh, your whole cause, you, just like just yeah. like uh, uh, um, the riots that happened in Ferguson, in, in Ferguson and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, oh look at those savages! They you know burned down that building and blah blah blah. It's, it's They're amazing. ruining their own neighborhood. It's amazing. They're like it's almost like psyops, like like conspiracy side. Like if you read the more, it's called Morton County. It's that's the county that's where the sheriff department. Obviously, we're not gonna read it because we're not. It's not like national news or something. But if you read the stuff they say, I swear it's like V for Vendetta. It's like it's crazy. Like protesters throwing rocks and blah blah. blah. It's like <laughs> no man. No, no. I tell you, if you go there, a the bunch of old ladies, kids, like women, chill dudes praying, well, sitting there praying in a circle dude, at at the front. So well, people, what's the interesting people are not note, doing though, nothing. Yeah, I was reading an article and the guy says like, he's like, you know, what, some some of them. Some elders have said, listen, you need to disperse because it's too cold out here. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of separate. And some people on the private land said, no, mm-hmm. we're keeping it open. 
for anybody that wants to stay. Yeah. And one guy said, I'm not leaving until until the older and the, the mothers tell us not to leave right. or to go. And I found it to be very interesting because it's a matriarchal society, meaning mm-hmm. that women are basically holding it down for them, telling mm-hmm. them, hey, stay here and do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that true? Is that, is that how it works over there? I mean, I don't know if it's matriarchal, but um, they definitely have, they're not like a, a quiet role. I'm talking about like, yeah. they're, they're in there doing work, like doing, and I'm not talking about physical, I'm, I'm like, they're at the front lines. The women, I'm telling you, Red Fawn, like free, she's she's locked up for federal charges. Trump, everybody got trumped up charges, first of all. When we first get there in the very beginning, and this, again, it goes back to the militarization of the police, the police state, right? right? When you first get there, Initially, it was the citations, right? Like little little things like that. Oh, you just, I'm talking about from April, right? As time progressed, it got popular and popular. Wait, did you get any of those citations or anything like that when you walk in the line? So people get citations. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. when you go there, you get, uh, they got Trump. Alhamdulillah, no, I didn't. <laughs> uh, you get um, trumped up charges now. So like it went from, from you know, minor my, misdemeanors to basically federal felonies. On, on everybody. So you got legal funds. You got all this stuff that's happening organized. You got just like just like this band. So it's yeah, like that sure. political pressure first. I mean, I mean oh yeah, for sure. They're trying to squeeze people out. But that's the funny thing. Like <coughs> subhanallah. That's what I'm saying. It's lit- I'm trying to say is they're mujahideen. Like they're for real mujahideen. The people that are out there. I'm not talking about like every single person. Obviously, people got some you know different. But that dude has been there like for three months and stuff. Now he's still there. You know, he's yeah. still there. It's not even him. Like the people. That's what I'm saying. People from they still there. So I want I want to get your take on something. I was uh. I had posted something on, I shared something on Facebook earlier today, and a friend of mine commented. I'll tell you what it was. You, you guys know uh, Shibli Zaman. Uh, yeah. He's like an activist. Yeah. Um, hey, that's my boy. Be careful. He, okay. Yeah, so he he, mm-hmm. he shared something about. <laughs> Shout out Shibli. <laughs> I guess there was something about, um, I guess a lady in Georgia was harassed by some like Islamophobe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shibli found this dude's like Facebook, his like LinkedIn, mm-hmm. found his job, found his address. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, call this dude's job up and tell him to, get, to fire that dude. Right, so I shared it, and a friend of mine was like, "Listen, is that really? Do we want a witch hunt where, you know, we just put people's public inform private information out on blast? Is that the principle we want to operate on?" I'm like, "Well, you know, it would check these dudes, like, it's because you you got random Joe Schmo that wants to mess with some sister." You know, mm-hmm. maybe he'll think twice. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he was like, "Yeah, but here's the problem: we're still a minority, mm-hmm. and the and like we what you alluded to was mm-hmm. they will. There's a double standard, and the minorities." If we're out there putting them on blast like that, they're gonna come out and like have trumped up stuff on us. No, you don't I, think I, so? I, look, well, look, well, look. I, even even if it does happen, that's what I'm saying. Are you, are you they're gonna, gonna get, do it anyway, bro? Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, where's where's the manhood? I mean, you're gonna be and just walk out. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you have no. this inferior composite. Like, what, what, what man, I'm saying is, are you down the for only, the cause or not? That's the look, end of the day. The only reason why things change right now is because you put it in their face. If yeah, you don't hold them accountable for what they do. Then they're never gonna change. Yeah. Do you think there would have been civil rights or Black Lives Matter? Or, I mean, the, the movement or women's rights or anything without people putting it in their face? Well, I think that's where the airport protests were successful because it like basically caused a disruption. You know, because because the, no, the, the establishment but, folks who are like, for, I have a one uh, well, my former coworkers. He's a pro-Trump guy. He's like, well, riot as riots protesters have certain conditions. They can't shut down traffic. They look, can't do that. So he, that's he, he, non-disruptive, right? It doesn't do anything. Disruption is what you're saying. Has to happen. No, it's, not, it's not so much disruption. It's about yeah. holding them account- Look, for example, look, dude. There are plenty of people in this country that give a crap about something, dude. Right? It doesn't like, even matter if it's like, you know, uh, if, if it starts with like nine people and it goes to 10,000 people. That attention causes, it demands a response. But, but, but and, and the, in, it demanded that, that response that, that Shibley put up, it demanded uh, uh, um, 
an appropriate response to that that guy who was was a bully because these days everyone operates in anonymity uh, online. People want to be able to throw whatever insult they can and just get away with it, but not understand that there are repercussions. You know, yeah, well, if you're I, saying I think, you're making the bully like the victim, though. I, no, I think it comes down to culture, man. Honestly, man, if you talk to Shibley, for example, if you see his posts, he's he's not. He's talking about pe- people meet him in the street, meet him on the mat, you know what I mean, like doing MMA stuff. So some people, it's not part of their culture to be confrontational or whatever like that. Like, same, I'm, I'm kind of similar culture. Like, you talk records, you, your face might get broken in. You know what I'm saying? So you you have to, <laughs> I mean, you, I'm not talking about legal or legal. I'm just saying, like, if you talk reckless, no, people have different there, there are repercussions right? like not everybody. Son. Not yeah. everybody's a fighter and everybody is confrontational. I get that. Yeah. But putting somebody on blast for something that is stupid is not a problem mm-hmm. to me, dude. Yeah, me neither. That's right? what I'm saying. If, if it's, someone's going right? to take advantage of somebody in a weak situation, they better learn that, hey, everybody in the world, look at this joker that wants to make fun of people when, when they can't defend themselves. This is the man. That's why they put people who are pedophiles on, on boards, on boards and bulletin boards in community. Is that putting them on blast? Is that putting the information out? There? Yeah, because they're known to be behave a certain way and act a fool. Well, there's a difference between judge, jury, execution, right? I'm not saying that. Look, but no, it's not just that. You have concerns with what has to happen is like, if it's not true, like, it could just be some like, random no, person. No, that's true. This guy no, laying back for no yeah, reason yeah. is like, oh man, that no, dude no, got no, killed I yesterday. Get that like, what? I get, no, but if, if, if it's proven that this is a dude, I'm, I'm saying, yeah, you got to be careful when you're posting people's information yeah. and when you're posting, you have to be really careful because that's sensitive and that could be libel. That could be a big. Uh, right, a especially because there have been sisters faking stuff. Yeah, and, and that's nothing that bothers me. And I'm sorry, I know there's, there's a lot of. Uh, man, thank God you brought that up, dude. <laughs> what is up with these people, man? When they got to be talking, uh, why would you make up stories like listen there was a certain youtube blogger that recently got kicked off of a flight and it was part of like some kind of elaborate like you know prank thing and to me that bothers me man like you know you have real people out there that are going through real discrimination like real problems you know i deal with this daily and your mockery of it is it, you know what it's like people who cry wolf i mean that's exactly it though there's people who want attention to themselves and we know those people they're all over our community. Some are well known, some are not. They they, they want attention that, and man. and they bring that attention to some to themselves by by pulling these kind of stunts. Now we're not going to name any names, no, but I don't want to name. We we we, we we know who they are, and um, but it, it, whoever you are, you, you have to stop that. Stop it. <laughs> it's not cool. It's not cute. It's not funny. It's not popular. It's dangerous for everybody. It's dangerous for your sisters, for your mothers. For your daughters, I mean, it's a dangerous thing for them. No, and it's not a joke. As soon as yeah, son, my mood say you can't. (laughs) No, the alt right uses this. Can't grind me on the mic. No, look, the alt right uses this stuff and says like, hey, look, these Muslims, majority of them are crying wolf. Ninety-nine percent of the time, it doesn't happen to them, and. Anytime you have a story now that 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 talks about any abuse that a sister or a Muslim received, now it goes under the scrutiny that oh yeah. well, fake well, news, was, yeah, well, fake well, that, news. I mean, that goes the back. Yeah, yeah, that goes, that goes, about it. yeah she probably had a boyfriend, and you know her dad didn't want to find out. So well, that was a true news. case, right? Yeah, that was one that in was New York. One yeah, sister made some case up she because she was dating some dude and parents shaved her head or something. Which whether or not that's good parenting is like up to your discretion. You know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, she, she got butthurt about it and, like, made up some news, some fake news. Uh, what I'm saying is, whatever it is, whatever the reason is, those stories got to stop. Yeah, Because no. it's hurting everybody around you, and it's it's taken away from people who legitimately have 
you know, real problems in real life. Sure. You know, face it. Before we wrap up, Yusuf, I, mm. as someone who, you know, you're, you're a, you know, educated gear, you're professional, you're a married man. Give us some, give our listeners uh, some advice as far as what they can do to like, you know, as far as advance various causes. Like you, you obviously got pretty involved in the Standing Rock mm-hmm. um, and, you know, you, ha- you have a definite passion for this. And as long as, uh, along with other things as well, when we working Muslim professionals or students or whoever, you know, have a limited amount of time that what's, what's your take on how we should best strategize our free time as far as far as causes that we want to get involved in? What, what do you, what, what are your take on that situation? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on what your capacity is, but I mean, I'm probably not the wrong person to ask, <laughs> but, uh, no, but to I be mean, honest, you're, you're, I mean, you're a dentist, you have mm-hmm. a family man. I mean, a lot of people say that's enough for me not to get off my sofa. You know, mm-hmm. I go home, I'm tired. I worked, come home. So, I don't want to move. So the, that's the thing. Like my personality is always like, I guess what I say is, is just, you got to be bold, man. You do it. If you got an opportunity, man, you got to take it. So, for example, I heard that um, was a Syrian American uh, Muslim Sam's Sam's, Sam's. yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I know a sister that just came back from there. Um, so I was looking into that. I mean, you just gotta go out and do it, man. It's like stop being man. Get up. And, I mean, the funny thing is, my 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 wife was saying that she's like, man, go man, stop being go go out there, yeah, man. man. <laughs> body body. No, that's, I, I I think I'm she, just saying like Shirazi said the same thing. Our show, right? Yeah. His yeah. wife pushes him, you know, and I, I, and I appreciate that because you, you, you first, I mean, I, I would have like. You know, because you're de- you you got a full time job. You're a dentist. You're in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. You live like what, six hours away. Mm-hmm. You came into Chicago because mm-hmm. there ain't no like lectures going on in Cincinnati, I guess. <laughs> 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 ain't nothing on the you know. Yeah. So I like, just move up, move up here. But you come yeah. up here for like a weekend uh-huh. seminar on to, to, to learn the dean. Mm-hmm. And, and to, last night instead mm-hmm. of going like Devon and just chilling and eating, like mm-hmm. Nahari, you hit up O'Hare for the protest. Yeah, you know with what's going on. And then you hit up class today, and you come here and tell us about your experiences at like at the reservation, and you drive them back tomorrow morning. But I mean, and you back to work, well, right? A, yeah. Well, that, I'm just saying, like, it's, it depends on your capacity. Not everybody can do everything, right? So sometimes I've seen some activists get uh, real spread thin, like they're almost in. Especially, I guess, as undergrad, a lot of people are like that. But you know, they're just you know down for them. Hey, down. Got, before like, you leave, like, though, you gotta bro. check out my molars. Oh, I got you. Babe. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. I got you. But yeah, yeah. I mean. You get you you can't you can't you can't fight it. It's almost just like Islam, right? If you t- you know they say, they say or I've I've read some students and I say that um you know you you can't learn a be an expert at everything, right? You can't be a uh, <laughs> you'll be a jack of all trades, master of none, right? Yeah. You kind of want if you want to be a master of something, then you you got to kind of focus on it. So uh that, that's the way I see it. Like on, on if if that's your capacity, if it's not your capacity, you're just like a random dude <laughs> like me. I, I said take chances man you just gotta you just gotta get out there and do it like for example when i was out there um that's a funny thing aside aside funny note uh there's a contingent from dc that came with with uh with, uh from dc the muslim people and the native muslims so they're all there you know giving a little like a short talk finally i felt so embarrassed <laughs> i seen these horses go by and i love i love animals right and uh i just got up got off of the holiday like, like ran to the horse like oh let me, let me ride that thing so this big old horse riding got broken in three days ago. I just jumped on that sucker and I'm freaking. I got bucked off, got stomped on my. I got my freaking big old scar from standing. 
<laughs> right here. It stomped on my thing. Like you just gotta Wait, take chances, it man. It stomped on your arm. Yeah, it almost broke it. Like that's what they thought it broke. But Wait, how does? It, how did your hand get underneath its hoof? Because when I when I was trying to get on, there's no saddle, so you just gotta jump on. It's like crazy high. It's tall. No, you're not supposed to tall. Do that. So Wait. when I was and, and it just got broken in. He was so excited though. It, no, no. What it, it, it means the horse is no. just brought in. So yeah. It's not used to people riding it, so yeah, it's gonna kick you off. You need a saddle dog. A saddle dog. No, that happened to me. No, that's that's what I'm saying. That's how they ride out there. But you know, you're right. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Like Cotonou. They won't put. They won't. They're horse riders, baby. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think you found your niche though? Like, do you think like this? Like you found? Okay. Hey, I've got my nine to five. I know you're about study. You've always been about studying Dean as long as I've known you. Uh, you got that part of it, and then activism wise, do you think like this is like you? You know, your support of the of the native people in America is gonna be your like your niche, or you're still filling yourself out there. I honestly feel like I'm just. If there's a cause and I feel like it's it's the right cause, I want to be down for it. So, but you can be down with more than one, you know, right? But well, that's what I'm saying. But sometimes, like you, you wanna you wanna make sure you're not spread too thin because yeah. sometimes focus it, it helps. You know, as far as impact goes, you know what yeah. I mean. I mean the re- the reason I'm I'm even talking about because I, I obviously went out there, right? If I didn't go out there, then what we're going to talk about? So, <laughs> yeah. the size of your beard, <laughs> I don't know. Or his uh, hair. I mean, yeah. I mean that's that's what's sad about. It. That's why I feel really feel bad. There's so many good experiences that I had that we haven't even touched on. Even the native Muslims that are out there, but uh, I'll leave you with the light. Like one of the last things that it, it, it kind of haunts me in a way from there from that experience is that when we met with the elders that were there, uh, he kept saying like, "Your people, your people, my people, your people." This is how like he literally talks. He's old school. And uh, he speaks more more of his native language than uh, freaking English. So he was like, what? And this is what he said. We're talking about we're Muslim. This is what we do. You know, we came here to support you. We're down for cause. Interestingly, it's very similar to Islamic culture. Or oh, I can say Islamic, but uh, I guess Arab culture, Arab tribes. So when they even they talk, J.R. American horse, they're talking about from their lineage. Like my great-great-grandfather is the one who stole horses from this general. And that's why it's American horse. You see what I'm saying? So there's like my na- my people is a nation of warriors, like my, my lineage. So when they talk like that, they're, they're talking to you like almost like that. Service. They're like, your people are like this. And your people, I'm like, nah, nah, our people are like this. So what they see is on TV. They they don't know no Muslims either when we, when we went up there. So it was very interesting. The last thing that he said, like I said, it haunts me. He said, so why are you here? And I told him, I told him, you know, this is what I'm here for. And then he says, what can you do for me? What can you do for our people? And that's like I just I got I got kind of got frozen because I I didn't really didn't know what to say so I mean I told him what I, what I felt I could do but I, I I just honestly feel like that that actually haunts me inside because it's almost like I don't know no uh, but what what can we do in terms of uh, being people who are just organizing and mm-hmm. and showing our um, showing our opposition against the suppression you know i feel like this i mean i think i think i think like me and my wife were driving back from a wedding the other day and we yeah. saw all the protests that are happening in airports and whatnot around mm-hmm. the country and and uh you know she she was you know taking a lot of joy about from that and i was like well why aren't we there you know mm-hmm. and she's like well that's we are that's, a wedding that's yeah. why. Yeah, I know, but that stuff lamb. No, but <laughs> finger. I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's, it, you don't wanna, also don't want to beat yourself up and kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but you gotta do. You know, yeah, you can't be it? everywhere at the same time. You can't do yeah. everything, but you just gotta acknowledge that do what you can do. I think people. Were, it's kind of a balance. Yeah. Right. So don't don't neglect anything small. So even if it's like you, all you can do is give a penny. 
All right, man, get them uh, D's, man. Go. That's all you can do, man. Go yeah. do it. If you can organize something, go organize something. If you can, all you can do is press share on a freaking Facebook page. All right, do that. Like, yeah. you know, just don't sit around and just like ruminate. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah dude, or judge other people. You know, some yeah. people are always like, we have negative Nancy's in the Muslim community. Too. Yeah, that's, don't, that's what I'm saying. Don't be a hater either. Yeah, that, that, well, that, that, that's that's the naysayers issue. are the worst. Because yeah. they don't they don't want to do nothing and then they condemn the other people that are mm. actually trying to do something. Yeah, right. Those are the worst kind of people. Those are the people. If you got them in your life, weed them out. And like, m- m- more, you got no time for them. Yeah, g- give them naysayers a quick message, real quick, like you told them fools about who fake news too. Give them naysayers. Stop it. It ain't cute. <laughs> Stop it. You know. I mean, no, it's true though. I mean, look, nobody wants negativity around you, right? I mean, nobody wants that. If I came in here and said, I, I don't know, I met Mahi and like, hey, you know, you look ugly today or you're not going to do anything, right? I'm not going to come and sit with the guy. Even though that's true. No, yeah, I mean, whatever you believe, dude. Right. But what I'm saying is that you wouldn't want to come and hear that from somebody every day. The same thing is when somebody's trying to do something they feel heartfelt about and they're doing what they can do mm-hmm. and they have somebody else just writing on Facebook, oh, you guys really don't make a difference, right? Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? Is they going to change anything? It, you didn't do anything, right? So there's no point in you know, behaving that way. Right. But people who do that generally do it because they're guilty or they, about not doing something. Like, sure. like They just you, feel like they're not If you don't do anything, things will just keep progressing. So even this last news, I don't know if you guys are aware that uh, Republicans are push, <laughs> busy pushing bills that prevent like lawful assembly. So I don't know if you guys heard about the basically yeah. they're banning masks, mass protests. Mass protests, if, if you have mass, right, yeah. And Standing Rock is in, in response to that. You can actually run over somebody who's black on the road, kill him, like basically murder. Yeah. Like they're legalizing that because of what all the water protectors are out well, there. But if you take so. over federal buildings in yeah. Wyoming. Mm-hmm. If you're white, it's, 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 yeah, you, that's yeah. completely okay. If your name's Bundy, mm-hmm. you could do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's that privilege. Yeah. yeah. You right. got it. You use of Yes, just like, Yeah, just like I'll for coming on. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's real insight for all of us. I we had, I remember we had, mm-hmm. were chatting a few months ago and you told me how uh, life changing this experience was and yeah. I got I, I think we got a little taste of that today mm-hmm. I, I actually and I do want to apologize for my earlier I, I, I made a probably I, I think it, that was an out of taste joke you need to apologize dude you out of line you know about the uh, yeah. the whole you know oh there's natives left because I thought Andrew Jackson killed them all obviously I know there's natives around uh, but that kind of statement is in general like I, I think I would have pushed it there so we don't have to edit that out I'll just like keep those apologies for the very end <laughs> you know cause I, 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 I think that the, 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 there, there's a limit like you know if, if some if some white dude is like oh Muslims are still around I thought like you know what's his face uh, Richard Lionheart killed y'all off or something Yeah, you know what I'm saying no, but to be fair, I exactly. think you didn't really know the gravity of the situation until he explained how it is exactly yeah I, I think it, it, that really sunk in at the end yeah yeah as, as you're really, talking about it yeah. and there's a lot of, there's a lot of commonalities we have it sounds like with the native people and th- th- their, you know, it, connection to, honest, to their tradition. What's really sad is that if you go back further enough before this land was discovered, yeah. the Muslims were trading with these people mm-hmm. long before. Yeah. Like the Moors, the Barbaries, they had established trade routes mm-hmm. here with them. Even if you're, t- if you're talking about from a human perspective, you can always relate just from an ethical, moral standpoint. If you're talking about Muslim perspective, there's Muslim people out there. There yeah. are Muslim native people out there. You feel me? Yeah. So, right. No, 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 no matter what, what, what you want to look at it. Yeah. Any way you look at it, it's wrong. Yeah. yeah. It, it it is from a a cultural ignorance that comes from um, television and and whatever. Like like we were talking about earlier um, when we were talking about the the riots in Ferguson and whatnot. You see a CVS burning, and I remember watching that that scene on TV. And I'm like, man, they're burning down their own neighborhoods. And I'm looking at that. And I you know rewinded back to that thought, and I thought like, this is what they want me to think. Because they just keep on zooming in on that right. CVS burning. Right. And yeah. they want you to think like, oh, look at those savages. 
and, and they're programming your thoughts that way. You know, they, they want you, they know that you're going to be thinking like that and they're reinforcing your stereotypes and, and other logical fallacies that you might have. Wait, you in know your what's mind. funny? On a last note, sorry about this. So before we came here tonight, they kind of told me, with, you know, you went out to the Dakota Pipeline thing. And so I was like, oh, let, let me just see what's going on out there. So I, I popped open on YouTube, right? And, this, you know, obviously InfoWars has their stuff about this, you know, oh, Dakota, right? God. Oh, so no. So this guy comes out. I can't listen, man. He had the nerve to say that. You know how they showed you a picture of attack dogs with blood in their mouth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that happened uh, because a protester actually hit the nah. dog with a bat in the nah. face. So the blood was dripping out. And so these dogs were just regular good service dogs that were there for, you know, as guard dogs. And, you know, after they started hitting the dog in the face with the pipe is when they started biting people. And I'm thinking to myself, if any of you have been around any, like, you know, sir, uh, you know guard dogs, those dogs are not fun dogs to be around. Well, that's a funny thing. That specific issue, I know the people who got bit that day. The people, that specific, those dogs were biting their owners. So they weren't trained, even trained mercenary. They're, they're, they're security. Actually, in a video footage, you see one of them jumping up backward and trying to bite the guy who's holding the leash. It, it was biting horses at the neck. It, it kicked some, the horse kicked someone, broke his arm or something like that. So, wow. It's just all misinformation and like, you know, smoke and mirrors, like everything that's happening. I swear, just look it up. Y'all, you watch the video, read it. Yeah. It's, it's all information's out there. It's not like complicated or nothing like that. But the last thing I, I, I hope the people actually listen to is, uh, Phyllis Young. Uh, one of the, one of the arguments is that they, they, uh, already consulted the tribes. So they already consulted the tribes. They said, okay, that's like one of the, the counters, right? And then Phyllis Young, she's one of the, um, I think she's a historian or she's a tribal member for sure of Standing Rock. Two years ago, it's recorded in their freaking tribal council that she, him, her talking about Daffle saying like, no, I don't want you. I mean, listen, it's chilling when you listen to that. So it's on YouTube. It's the last thing is, uh, if you want to donate, I mean, if you want to go up there, show up there, just don't just go up there and, uh, wait around. It's not a tourist attraction, right? <laughs> you got to do some work, but either go up there and do work or, uh, donate. If you want to donate, there's legal funds. There's the camp funds. There's multiple funds. Cool. Cool. Hey, Yusuf, again, JazakAllah for uh, coming on. Uh, for our listeners out there, if you have any uh, questions or comments, you can email us at themadmumlukes at gmail.com. You can also like our Facebook page, sub, uh, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to us if you have iTunes. And rate us five stars on iTunes, please. Uh, we don't ask for a lot from you guys, but please, we uh, you know, a five-star rating on iTunes really goes a long way. For uh, my, my good buddy and fellow Ohio State alum, uh, Yusuf from the Natty, and my co-host, Morton Sim, this is Mahin, signing off for the Mad Mamluks. Assalamu alaikum.